paid versus organic posts on social media. Which one is the best? Especially when it comes to growing your practice's online presence and generating leads. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today in our first episode of 7-Minute Social Marketing. This is Juanita Benedict from PT Social, bringing you the very best tips and tools to help you save time, expand your reach, and grow your physical therapy business using social media. Thanks for joining me today because we are going to look at paid posts versus organic posts and what works best for your business. Let's begin our discussion today by loosely defining what paid and organic posts really are. Well, Paid posts are exactly what they sound like. They're posts that you paid for. So examples of paid posts on Facebook and Instagram include Facebook ads and boosted posts. Organic posts, on the other hand, are posts that you're going to typically place on your business pages feed or your stories. So you don't put any money into organic posts. One of the major disadvantages or drawbacks of relying solely on organic posting is that unless someone is sharing your post that you put onto your feed or into your story, then only a percentage of people who follow you are going to see that particular post. So shares and comments and likes and any type of engagement is really important when you are looking at organic posts. Otherwise, it just won't be seen. This isn't a limitation for paid posts, so ads or boosted posts, because you are putting money behind those posts so that you can specifically show up on people's feeds. Now, these are not just people who follow you on your page, but they're also people who maybe have never heard of you and who are in your target audience. So paid posts can certainly help you expand in a way that you won't be able to with organic posts. So which type of post is actually best for you? Which one should you put all of your effort and time into? Well, when you're trying to increase your visibility online and to generate leads, The best strategy is one that includes both organic and paid posts. And here's why. Because organic posts allow you to speak to those followers who have already shown some sort of level of commitment to you. The more someone interacts with your posts, even if it's just hovering over them for a little bit longer than they hover over other posts, the chances of them seeing additional posts of yours increases. That means there's going to be more brand recognition. They're going to have more opportunities to interact with you as a business. This means that the people who are actually seeing your posts organically are people who are already invested in what you have to say. They are your fans. So you're constantly going to want to be creating quality content to share with them so that they will be able to share with their friends and to do some of that grunt groundwork for you. They're also going to be the ones who are going to be likely to take action once you create that quality, consistent content. But like I mentioned before, the reality is that the number of people that are going to actually see your post is only a fraction of the followers that you have on your page. Now, you can find out exactly how many people are seeing each and every post by taking a look at the analytics. 
That number that you're looking for is called the reach. That tells you on how many feeds your post appeared. And it, it may be a little disheartening at first, especially if you're just starting out. However, you have the option to increase your reach number, and that is by creating an ad or boosting an ad, basically just paying for these posts. Now, this is going to work for people who have not yet discovered you, but they need you. But there are some disadvantages to paying too, because when you're paying for posts, it can be a bit like cold calling. And most people who see your post, especially for the first time, they don't really have any sort of loyalty to you. They don't feel obligated to at least read through your post. So it can be a little costly to get them to take action, especially if you are a novice and you're not quite sure what you're doing and you don't have the right formula to create convincing, awesome, spectacular social media posts that make people take action. But there are certainly some times that you should pay for advertising and pay for your posts. And there are times that you should not. You can certainly afford to make lots of mistakes when you're just creating organic posting. You can do all kinds of experiments. You can see what's working, what's not working, what types of posts get the most engagement, maybe the most shares out there. And then you can continue to create that kind of posting and continue to garner that type of engagement. However, when you're spending money from your precious marketing budget, it is critical that you know when you should not be paying for posts. You should not pay for posts if, number one, you are not 100% sure of what your goal for that very post is. You should have a very specific, well-defined goal in order to make sure that those paid posts are beneficial and they're working for you and not just wasting your money. Secondly, you should not pay for posts if you do not know who you are targeting. PT is such a broad profession and we can treat so many different conditions that sometimes it can be difficult to be clear on who exactly we're targeting. If you're not completely certain who you want to reach, then don't waste your money until you know. Lastly, you should not be putting considerable money into posts if you have not first tested the paid posts to make sure that they work. Before you set a daily budget of 10, 15, $30 a day to reach people with your ads, it's always best practice to test the ads first to see which one is going to help you to achieve your goal. We're certainly gonna dive deeper and discuss how to address all these issues as well as how to make the most out of all of your organic posts on this very podcast. Both paid and organic posts have a place in your social media marketing campaign. It's important for you to take care of those who are already your fans, as well as those who are hearing about you for the first time. Wow, looks like our seven minutes are already up for this week. So make sure to listen next week so you can avoid the tragic mistakes in your social media marketing that I made. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you can enjoy every weekly episode of the 7-Minute Social Marketing Podcast. If you want to know more about how you can expand your reach and grow your physical therapy business through social media, you can also follow me on Facebook at PT Social and Instagram at PT Social Marketing or visit ptsocialmarketing.com and you'll find all those links in the show note below. But for now, let's go out and let's do what we do best as PTs. 
Let's be social.